0: He goes to wild extremes to rescue people who are desperate to be loved. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today is Testimony Tuesday. And Today, we have Lisa Harper on the show, and she is telling us a story about a woman who came to one of her conferences who was desperately needing a touch from God, and she got it. That seems to always be the case when we desperately are reaching out for God. God always meets us right where we are. He answers our prayer. He hears us right where we are. And just extends his grace and love and mercy because he loves you so incredibly much. He loves me and he will do anything to rescue his children. You know, the Bible says to draw near to God and he will draw near to you. If you are in a time, you know, of hurting or of despair, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. I hope you enjoy this story from Lisa Harper.
1: One of the most incredible things that's ever happened to me on the road that really kind of showed not just the wildness of Jesus, but how he can unsettle us, how he he's, doesn't always do things the way that we would do them um, to be safe. I was at a women's conference and it was this big conference, several thousand women. At the end of the day, there was a, a time where the women were invited to come up to the front of the stadium and pray if they needed prayer. And the girl who was doing worship at this particular conference is a friend. Her name is Kathy Tercoli. Kathy invited the women forward, and she was walking back and forth across the platform singing Psalm 23. And I mean the women responded in droves. There were probably 1,500 women who came up to the altar. And that sounds good, but it was one of those times when it, it seemed more emotional than spiritual. Sometimes when you get that many women into one room, you can whip up. A lot of emotion and I was standing over to the side of the stage thinking you know it just seems like we've lost our focus like we're we're emphasizing how hard our lives are instead of how good God is and I was thinking man we need to kind of transition this back to who God is and Kathy was thinking the same thing because as she finished her song she came over to me and she just she has these huge Italian eyes and she shoved the microphone toward me and went pray Lisa and I thought, oh, good night. What am I supposed to pray with you know all these all these women and all this emotion? But I thought, you know, anytime you have even a few women in a room, you're going to have the common denominator of pain. You're going to have broken marriages and prodigal children. And so I started praying a prayer about God's compassion. I started praying that we would remember that He's close to the brokenhearted, that He's a, a strong tower and a safe refuge to run to in times of trouble. And I was, I was praying that when suddenly I sensed God's voice it wasn't an audible voice like the the prophets heard in the Old Testament but it was unmistakably God it wasn't my mama's voice what my counselor's voice it was God's voice and he told me very specifically in my spirit to pray something And I've never had that happen before ever in all these years of being on the road I've never heard something that insistent telling me to pray something very specific and my first thought was Lord that's not going to go over very well here I'd rather not do that you know they stoned prophets in the Old Testament but the voice was so insistent that I init- eventually said, okay, Lord, I'll, I'll, I'll be obedient. And I prayed what I sensed very strongly he wanted me to pray. I prayed for women who were um, struggling with their sexuality and walking in homosexual relationships. As you can imagine, that goes over like a lead balloon when you've got a bunch of women in matching purses and shoes. And... I don't remember what happened right after that. Within two hours I was on a a plane flying back to Nashville. But about two weeks after that I got a letter postmarked from the state where this event had been held in and I opened it up and it was from a girl who had attended the conference. She explained that she had been to this event seven years in a row, but that she didn't go because she liked the conference. She went to appease her mother because she had been raised in a Christian home but When she went to college, she just um, fell away from the Lord, kind of walked away from everything she had known when she was younger, and got really involved in homosexuality. And she said her mother didn't know any of this, and she lived on the opposite side of the state from her mom, so she would go to this Christian conference every year just to kind of keep her mom in the dark and to keep her mom assuming that she was walking with the Lord. And she said, I don't know if you remember, but the, the altar call, the time of prayer at the conference this year was really, really demonstrative, really emotional. And I'm reading her letter in my office thinking, yeah, I remember the altar call, because I just remember it being you know, so, so emotional. And she said she was sitting in the back of the conference, the convention center, and she said she had her arms crossed and she was thinking, I hate this. I hate everything about this. Nothing here applies to me. And she said she was watching me pray, and of course she didn't know who I was, but she said, Lord, she wasn't even sure God existed, so she's kind of praying this in her head, but praying it with a lot of anger and doubt. She said, Lord, if you exist, I dare you to make that lady say the word lesbian, because I've been here seven years in a row and I've never heard anything that applies to me. And she said, the minute I said that, basically dared God to do that, you said that word in your prayer. And she said she was so shocked that she got up and she ran to the restroom and she pulled the bar across the door and she waited until she couldn't hear any more noise when the conference was over. And she walked out to her car by herself. Of course, we found out later what she didn't know was her mother was at the front praying for her. And she said it was just really, really unsettling. And she thought about it, but she didn't really do anything about it. Well, a couple of days later, she's driving down this rural interstate, and she said the bottom had fallen out of her life. She had lost her job. She had lost this relationship that meant a lot to her. She said she was driving down the interstate, and she essentially prayed the same thing with a little less anger. God, if you're real... Show yourself to me in a way that I won't miss it. You know, reveal yourself to me. And she said, then she just absentmindedly turned on the car radio. And when she did, it was Kathy Dracoli singing. And Kathy was singing the same song she had sung at the altar call, Psalm 23. And she said, she wrote that she didn't normally even listen to Christian music on her car radio. She didn't know how the stereo had gotten tuned into that station. <laughs> she said she was really, again, unsettled by the fact that here she's hearing the same song she had heard the conference a week and a half before, but she said to make it even even more shocking, she said at the end of Kathy's song, instead of a DJ's voice coming on or an advertisement coming on, they had recorded my prayer. And so she heard me pray for women walking in the same circumstances she was walking in. She said, I heard that word again. And she said it was so shocking and also so unmistakably God that she pulled her car over to the side of the road and she committed her life to Christ. And I held that letter and I thought, gosh, he's so much bigger. He's so much more um, determined to redeem his beloved. He is not this safe emasculated in a box polite God. He goes to wild extremes to rescue people who are who are desperate to be loved
0: well that was Lisa Harper and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Lisa Harper Testimony. Also, you can find out more information about her at her website, lisaharper.net. She's got all kinds of books and resources and Bible studies and, you know, things that you can go through women's groups with, and she sounds like a wonderful, wonderful speaker. I've never heard her in person, but after listening to her and doing some research on her, she seems Awesome. I hope you have a great day today. Please take a minute, if you will, to just rate and review this podcast. It would be wonderful. And just share it with your friends if it's been a blessing. I know that these messages have blessed me a lot. And sometimes it's great to share them with others so that they can also be encouraged. Have a great day, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye.